everybody. I'm just doing some doodling. Why is uh, circus, like this is called uh, chromatic scale, the shit, where you play every, every note. In the world before the internet, when I was a little kid, I used to, one of the finger exercises that I used to do, just that I made up, that I thought was cool, was I would picture a, a ball going up a, a, a hill and then rolling down. It'd be like... Like I would do that and then I would get to the top. And I would try to make it <laughs> like... That it was, uh, it was gaining speed. Why is that the circus? Did All right, let me just play a little music to start. Uh, start our day off. Cheers, Mister. I, I, I realized I was drinking uh, out of Crowder's mug. Crowder's mug is really, really good. It's huge. Like the average mug, I think is like twelve ounces. I think this is like a hundred and fifty ounces, and it's real thick. What about this song? Remember this one? the song's about it's just the that piano is so haunting mad world mad world hello teacher tell me what's my lesson tune hi 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 let's see do we are we live live i always have to make sure i i have a healthy distrust of technology oh wow already over 600 people that's insane uh not rem tears for fears yeah it was originally tears for fears and then it was covered by gary jules it's just that piano is haunting it reminds me a little of Moonlight Sonata. Because when I riff on Moonlight Sonata, I do this. This is me. This isn't Moonlight Sonata I'm about to play. This is Moonlight Sonata. Right? But when I riff on it, I'd be like.
I'm making this isn't Moonlight Sonata. This is not. I'm totally off the reservation. So let's start talking. All right, let me resolve that. There we go. Uh, the beauty of improv, the beauty of being able to just play whatever you think or feel is uh, requires instincts. And I noticed something. I'm not going to talk at all about uh, the stuff I've been talking about the last couple of podcasts. You know, I called out some people for talking some smack about the big bear. Uh, and n- nobody responded. And And we saw this the same the same sim- a similar thing would happen when you know Harvey Weinstein got in trouble for all that stuff and you saw the late night comedians not do any jokes for like 3 full days i call it um the liar's holding pattern where they're just holding because they don't know what to do because they haven't gotten word from their master so they can't react because they can't trust their own instincts because their own instincts they're not in control of their own actions. They're, they're slaves. So people keep writing me. They're like, yeah, I, I, I saw Theo Vaughn did a, a podcast and we just kept writing. Like half the comments were respond to Owen, respond to Owen, respond to Owen. And, and he won't. He hasn't texted me, no tweets, no nothing. And I've just been slamming him in a funny way. I still think he's funny. But uh, it's called the liar's holding pattern. You see it. You see those dead eyes. You see the the deer in headlights when people have to get word from their masters to what to do. You know, it's like in a old mobster movie when someone has someone. They're like, "What do I do? Do I shoot him? Do I shoot him or do we keep him?" It's like I don't know. Ask yourself. Be in control of your own actions. The same with a uh, piano. Notice that uh, people sometimes will dismiss this as just talent. They're like, oh, you're so talented. It's like, or I trust my own instincts. And that's something everyone can do. Sometimes people want to, uh, it's kind of like what those Occupy Wall Street people would do with the 1%. They're like, well, the 1%. It's like, ah, you mean the people that try really hard and make, and make a lot of money? When someone dismisses uh, music sometimes as, as talent, it's like, or the 10,000 hours I put into it and the fact that I trust my own instincts. Because some people that you can play piano your whole life and never be able to riff or improv because you, you need, you're a slave to the music. You know, you have to look at, I don't even know how to read music. Watch this. I mean, I theoretically can, you know, F-A-C-E, Every Good Boy Does Fine, Grandma Brown Died Friday Afternoon, because I, I played uh, violin, so I, I read music in violin, and I theoretically know how to read music in piano, but I've never learned a song by reading music, and I've never uh, just put out music and been like, all right, I'm going to play this now. Uh, it's always ear. And, and instincts. Some, 
sometimes liars will be like, they'll want to dismiss that as just God-given talent. Don't get me wrong. There's an element of God-given talent. But uh, it's instincts, and you have to be able to be honest with yourself. And a lot of people are not honest with themselves. That's why on stage, you'll see a comedian freeze up when someone heckles them. Uh, I, I hope I'm not coming across as boastful right now because I have a, a, a plethora of flaws. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, like today someone gave me the bird while I was driving. And so I, I made sure they couldn't pass me for like five miles. That's not good at all. That was me being petty as shit. So now that I just revealed something not so good about myself, let's go back to talking about instincts. <laughs> but if you lie to yourself and you lie about who you are, you, you freeze up in chaos. You know, something comes at you and you don't know how to react. Imagine if every time you kissed your wife or you made love to your wife, um, it had to be scripted or you had to uh, think about every move. It, it would be, it would suck. Or when you cook, you know, you always have to follow a recipe. What if you just are winging it? All right. So today we're going to talk about the Pope. We're going to talk about John McCain. We're going to talk about, um, I wrote a little, I wrote some notes down. David Mamet, we're going to talk about Brussels. Um, first off, Brussels uh, recently legalized euthanasia for children, where a, a child can now decide that they want to die. Uh, that's horrifying. That's all I got on that. It's like uh, we the, the, the lack of protection that, that culturally we're starting to have for children is Pretty mind-blowing. Ben Shapiro did an episode today about uh, John McCain, and I thought it was fairly interesting. Real quick, though, let me show you uh, one of McCain's big supporters. And I'm not going to go... I'm not, I don't really have a big opinion about McCain, to be completely honest with you guys. Let me... Uh, where was this one tweet? It's pretty funny. Uh, oh, real quick... Uh, HugePianist.com uh, to get tickets to the Persona Non Grata Tour. Austin, Dallas. Dallas is about to sell out. So just just uh, if you want Dallas, you got to get tickets like real soon. It's uh, It'll sell out real fast. Atlanta, San Antonio, and West Palm Beach. HugePianist.com. That's going to be the middle of September. So grab tickets. This was drawn by the beautiful and talented Kiwi Bear. Uh, check out her art at uh, loon, looncreative.com, I believe. It's a website. I got to check that, though. Uh, oh, there's another one. She made Bear Sona Non Grata, and it's a big bear. Uh, oh, this is pretty funny. Is your child a far-right extremist? Look for warning signs. Aversion to drugs, alcohol, pornography. Interest in physical fitness, mental well-being. Growing collection of classic literature. Monogamy, desire to marry and procreate. Increased time spent outdoors or in nature, appreciation of nature, uh, nation, history, and culture, disdain for modernism, postmodernism. If any of those are, or all of those are true, your, your son is literally Adolf Hitler. Oh, I, I can't wait to talk about that piece of shit. Hang on. These are all wicked funny. Oh, George Soros, remembering John McCain, a brave warrior for human rights who stood up against repression and torture. Uh, here's the thing. I'm not going to bash John McCain right now. Cause I, I honestly don't know that much about him. 
and he and he didn't give me the the pedophile warning signs, which is pretty much uh, my expertise, like uh, the Pope and, and several uh, Hollywood figures that I've I, I called out the Pope for a year. By the way, I knew that guy was up to some shit, and we'll analyze his uh, tweets in a second. But here's the thing about John McCain. John McCain was a little too liked by bad people for my taste. And uh, like Hillary Clinton really liked John McCain. John McCain defended Huma Abedin. John McCain defended uh, Obama as he ran against Obama. The reason that, that John McCain was so liked across the aisle is because they knew he was a loser. And of course, what he endured for his country is unbelievably awesome, uh, heroic, all that shit. I, I'm, I'm on board. But he... The fact he lost to Obama in 08 is insane. Obama was an, an, an unheard of no-name guy. And, uh, and the fact that, that he was called a racist and a bigot and a homophobe and all this stuff, same thing they said at Mitt Romney, and then later they remember him fondly. That's always what the left does. Um, the fact Trump would actually fight these people with their own rules is why Trump won and why John McCain lost to literally someone no one knew. The reason the birther thing got steam with Obama is because no one knew him. Like I, I was, I was on board Obama in 08 briefly because no one knew who he was or where he was from. And he just talked in a really charming way and, uh, seemed like he was about, he was about hope change. Great, great, good. Awesome. And, and McCain lost to him. And so that's why you have Hillary Clinton being like, John McCain was awesome. It's like, yeah, because he won't fight you in your, it's almost like uh, in World War I, you have one side that's doing trench warfare and mustard gas and machine guns and another that are like, it's the honorable thing is to sit here on our horses with big plumes coming out of our helmet. Don't you think the other side would be like, we like those guys and just mow them down. So that's just my opinion on that. I'm not going to question, uh, Anything else about the man, because uh, I don't know that much. And I know some people that despise him. I know other people that love him. I don't know. I think that, uh, you know, I feel for his family. I, I think that a, a, a death should be honored when you served your country. But another guy who was a war hero is, of course, Adolf Hitler. You know, he, he was a World War I uh, war hero. Another war hero. An, Oh, see, this is the thing about Ben Shapiro that I don't understand. And don't get, I'm not going to get into, I'm not going to bash Ben Shapiro. I, I still, I still like the dude in a lot of ways, but sometimes, uh, you know, good Shapiro, bad Shapiro. He does good Trump, bad Trump. Let's do a little good Shapiro, bad Shapiro. You know, he talked about how, uh, uh, John McCain stayed in this prison for his convictions and stuff. You want to know who else did that? Tommy Robinson, a guy that, that Ben Shapiro called a far right extremist before Douglas Murray told him not to call him that. So I don't think that that means anything, to be honest with you. I think that a lot of the craziest people in the world, I mean, my boy is now dead, but uh, Cap, <clears throat> he had all the medals. You know, he was one of the most decorated. He was super decorated as a Marine sniper, and he'd be the first to be like, man, I'm fucked in the head before he, you know, he, he imploded. But uh, that doesn't mean anything. And don't think that I'm taking away honor from, from vets at all. I, in fact, it's the opposite. I think that we shouldn't put these brave men and women in the position to have their minds fucked up. I mean, you, you do what you have to do, but not for no reason. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it's worth questioning 
all these wars, especially by people that don't serve, like myself and Ben Shapiro. So, I'm in my defense, though, I did want to. Uh, I kind of wanted to be a pilot, and uh, there's a height restriction. You guys know that the 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 military doesn't look fondly on the six seven monkey men. Uh, little known fact. You can't, I don't think you can even be over a certain height to be a pilot. My uncle was uh, discharged by the Navy. Was it because he lost his, his toe or was it his height? I don't fucking remember. All I know is I remember uh, being kind of bitter that there was height restrictions in certain uh, areas of the military. I probably wouldn't have served anyway, to be completely honest. But, um, I mean, that was an in- that influenced but why? Because this is another thing that a, a bad Shapiro. Uh, good Shapiro is he's funny as fuck. Ben Shapiro makes me laugh insanely hard. He's way funnier than some of these comedians. But bad Shapiro is he's like Donald Trump. Uh, he only let the 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 flag go half mast for one day, and that's just not presidential. Want to know what's not presidential? Uh, selling sheets with a promo code. So if Ben Shapiro ever runs for president, I'll be sure to be like. Do you remember when he was pitching sheets, when he was desperately trying to sell like sheets? And if you use promo code Shapiro, he gets an extra dollar. Is that presidential? Because what I like about Trump is that he does, he doesn't change. Like he hated John McCain. So why the fuck would he honor him in his death? He honored the family. You know, he said, uh, my heart goes out to the family of John McCain. But if you hate someone just because they're dead, doesn't mean you like them now. I find that so weird. Like when someone dies, all of a sudden they're like heroes. It's like, where the fuck were you when, when they were alive? I remember I've had people die that I've been friends with. You know, one of my best friends of my whole life, my best friend in college for sure. And one of my best friends for my whole life uh, died. And I remember I went back to, uh, to Plattsburgh where we went to school and I was out one night. And my buddy was a very, uh, he had like real curly hair. He was real pretty. He was a pretty dude. And he was a pro snowboarder, so uh, some dudes would make fun of him and call him a fag and shit. But he thought it was funny. And I remember this one, uh, this one meathead was like, where's your faggot friend at? And I just go, uh, he's dead. And the guy was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I go, why weren't you sorry when you were just calling him a faggot? Why now? He can't hear you now. Like, now that he's dead, he can't hear you. So... Why not be consistent? Like, why are you sorry now? Like, now is the last time you can pass. Now is the one time when it doesn't matter what you think at all because he's dead. His body is now rotting in the ground. You could have uh, not called him a faggot while he was alive. Because I think uh, that's a way to get out of problems. One way to avoid personal responsibility is, is when someone is dead is when you say all the nice things about him. How about you call up your friend today? How about you call up your family member or someone in your life that you have problems with that you know you would give a... I, I challenge you to do this today, my, my dear listener, my dear watcher, my dear consumer of, uh, of, the, of the bears. Um, think about someone in your life that you haven't talked to in a while that if they died, you would give a tear-soaked speech about how good of a person they were. Why don't you tell them that today before they die? Uh, Because after they're dead, you can't say any of that stuff. 
So really go through the Rolodex in your mind about the people that you might have issues with that you would give a tear-soaked speech at their funeral. Now do it before they die. That's my challenge today. All right, let's go through some of this stuff. Pat Oswald promotes impeach petition. Trump supporters can fuck right off. Pat Oswald, all right, that dude's got secrets. I'm just putting that down now so in a year we can check back. That dude's got secrets. Just letting you guys know that. Bad ones. Not like funny secrets. Like, that's, that's pathological how he's acting. This is funny. I wanted to give credit because I may shoot this as a sketch. Uh, grown ass man equipment. I don't know if they wrote this or not, but this was the Instagram account that I saw this. And it has so few likes that uh, I need this on record that this is where I saw this idea. And and everybody who follows me knows that I've been doing straw jokes about uh, you know, comparing straws to drugs for a while. But this is uh, this is really well worded, and I want to shoot this as a sketch. So just know this is where I saw this. It says, "Hey kid, want to buy some straws?" You got the bendy ones, bendy with stripes, my man. And it has a picture of two dudes like, yeah. And if anybody actually likes comedy, they would be uh, pumped that I shot the sketch. So this isn't quote unquote stealing at all. That's why I like to give credit where credit's due. But next weekend, um, Artling Hartling is coming up to my house and we're going to shoot a bunch of stuff. I'm going to shoot a sketch My in, in this bar. I got some buddies that like one of my buddies is a trucker. Another one of my buddies is a, a gun salesman and uh, a historian, and they look so hysterically like backwoods that I want to do this. Uh, like in a, I'm saying that as a compliment. They look they look like men, and I want to do a a sketch where I go into a bar and I try and tell a joke, and and they keep calling me a trigger lover. They're like, "You some kind of trigger lover?" And I'm like, "What do you mean?" They're like, "That joke triggers me," and someone's like. Looks like we got a trigger lover over here. And I just I, I just get fucked up. <laughs> a trigger lover? Makes me laugh so hard. George Soros remembering John McCain. You know, a great a great uh, guy to lose every election. Just a great guy that when you need him, he'll vote against the repeal of Obamacare. You know, when you need him, when you needed him, John McCain was there for the left. If George Soros gives you props, you're not doing a good thing. That's all I'm saying. And it's much worse to say this shit when someone's alive than when they're dead. Cause they can't hear you anymore. That's why I just be a consistent person. Don't be full of shit. You hear that Ben Shapiro? You're out there slinging sheets. That'd be funny if Bowen branch sponsored the Ku Klux Klan where it's like you got with these clan members and they're just burning across. <laughs> it just says promo code Shapiro. <laughs> That's hilarious. I can't stop laughing about Jewish stuff because I was, uh, cause I've noticed that it's Jewish comedians do the most anti-Jewish jokes and their excuse is they always go, I can, I can say that because I'm Jewish. And so I did a tweet today where I was like, um, Jews are pretty annoying. What? It's cool. I can say that because I'm German. I thought that was pretty funny. And, uh, I was, I was messing around with, uh, I, I love language. I, I, I might start collecting dictionaries, like like old dictionaries, and just see how words have changed over the years. But uh, if you keep Jewish singular, Jew, there's nothing you can say that doesn't sound anti-Semitic. Like you can say, 
The thing is, the Jew is just like you or, or me. Like, if you say the Jew, there's no way to not sound questionable. And I find that hilarious. Like, the Jew can fit in with modern society. The Jew... Because, <laughs> like, Jews is so much different than the Jew. Because the Jew always sounds like you're, you're describing uh, something bad. <laughs> Bowen Branch, proud sponsor of the Ku Klux Klan. Promo code Shapiro. Okay, uh, lacy lingerie for men is now a thing, and women are loving seeing their partners in a bra. Not true, not true, not true at all. They're, they're trying to... Uh, I have a theory about the, the Kardashians. Because I was wondering, like, what are the Kardashians pushing? Because my wife actually likes keeping up the Kardashians for some reason, so I always catch the tail end of a, of a episode. And I remember I, I, yesterday I asked her, I was like, is every Kardashian dating a, or married to a black guy? And she was like, yeah, why does that matter? I'm like, you don't think that's weird? That all of them, and I'm like, it just seems like the whole push for this family is is the emasculization of men. You know, they all date these giant black guys, and she's like, "Are you being paranoid?" I go, "Well, I mean, their dad did chop their dick off," and that that's the that's the real punch line of that whole thing. Is uh, you know, it would sound paranoid if you're just like, yeah, I mean. Every Kardashian, despite the fact that the odds are are pretty low that they would all just be dating black guys, uh, but then the dad also chopped his own dick off. So I think that that is kind of a, a, a push of that show is that men should be emasculated because there, there was that one white dude in the show, but he's like a wicked pussy because there's a definite push for uh, for white, especially white males to become indoor cats you know house cats little little lap dogs and that's because uh evil doesn't want anyone standing up for kid fuckers like this guy pope francis he wrote i invite you not to build walls but bridges to conquer evil with good offense with forgiveness to live in peace with everyone this guy it just was revealed that this guy covered up for uh all the kid fuckers so my question for pope francis is uh can we build walls to keep away pedophiles from fucking our children that he is uh, backing or no? See, that's the thing is people that are against walls that are against guns. How much suffering, how much devastation, how much pain is the use of arms carried in its wake? You mean the human arms that have been grabbing kids, dicks and balls and asses that you cover for is that type of arm? How about this? Do we really want peace and let's ban all weapons so we don't have to live in fear of war? So are the hands of the men that, that serve under you weapons because they ruin the mind and soul of, of children as they rape them? Um, is, like a weapon, everything is a weapon to evil. Everything's a weapon to evil. And so this guy also is pro-choice, which is insane for a Catholic leader. Insane. And he's pro-LGBT, which is now being revealed... Um, that, that he knew about this uh, gay cabal of cardinals that was raping boys and did nothing about it. So it, it looks very suspicious, don't you think? So people that are against self-protection, that you can't have a gun, you can't have a wall, and they're, but you can kill your unborn child. If you want to understand how committed I am to... Uh, <laughs> to uh, to being pro-life, like, okay, like when you have a C-section, my wife just had a C-section, you get, uh, 
your uterus gets thin in certain spots. You have to, uh, you have to, uh, wait to, to have another baby because it can, uh, rupture and all this complicated stuff. I'm like kind of, so we're still like waiting a bit because if she got pregnant, that would put her life in danger and I won't terminate a, a pregnancy. So like, we're just all about like hard, like uh hard makeout, like passionate makeouts and rub sessions and stuff. But I'm not even putting us in that position because the odds are really low, but, in this, but I'm not going to do that. You know, we have to wait like six months, you know, it's, it's a tough spot, dude. It's wicked tough. It's probably one reason why I almost just wanted to murder someone on the road today. But, uh, it's, it's, if you're really committed to it, to like, being against abortion, there's a lot of sacrifices that you make because you can't think, well, if, if we do get pregnant, you know, we'll just terminate the pregnancy. Like that's off the table. So you just have to fucking wait. You know, it's, it's pretty brutal. Cause I, you can't like, cause that happens when you fuck is you can make kids and it's like, it's real easy to, to get around that. But, but what happens if you get pregnant? Do you put your wife's life in danger or do you terminate your baby? Well, if you're not willing to do either, you kind of have to just fucking dry hump. <sighs> All right. Hugepianist.com for the Persona Non Grata Tour. Right, let me, uh, let's play some more music, read some super chats and uh, whatever. Well, it's 2,000 people watching. That's unbelievable. <sighs> stop doodling your piano god bless brother thank you here's some do re re me any denver dates for the tour why is a bit called a bit i have to use all these characters the wife and kids are sleeping uh i'm dying to do denver my friend and a bit i don't know why it's called a bit that's a great question a bit maybe it's because it's short for bitter because a lot of comedians are bitter this is one thing that that I, th- I thought was pretty funny about some of these uh, comments because the comment of me calling out the cowards, Theo Vaughn, Joe Rogan, and uh, Burt Kreischer and the, and the, uh, the whorish melted candle, Whitney Cummings, it's already at a quarter million views in two days of just me sitting at a pian- at here just talking. And it has a lot of thumbs downs, but it has double the thumbs ups, which is insane because Joe Rogan's one of the biggest personalities on all of YouTube. And even that dude, his minions have minions. And even that dude, it's still twice as many thumbs ups as thumbs downs. And I call him a pussy in it. And he hasn't done anything. He hasn't responded. Not publicly, not by text, not call, nothing. Just silent, just holding pattern. Uh, he probably, I don't even know. Who cares? Literally, I don't care at all. But uh, it's funny how some people, some of the comments were like, well, some of the comments were unintentionally funny. Like this one dude said, making fun of someone's height is pretty low, man. I was like, did you intend that to be funny? Like low, like what? Like like Joe Rogan's head? It's five seven off the ground. Um But some of the comments were like, just be funny, man. You seem just bitter or frustrated. I'm like, name one comedian that isn't frustrated. Like comedy is frustration. Comedy is banging your head against the wall of society and out comes a sound that resembles humor. 
Like what comedian is just this, this Dalai Lama type, like everything is totally cool. No comedy is being frustrated. The fact that you can't hear laughter right now because I'm not in front of an audience shouldn't like idiots need that, that laugh track to know that something's funny or not. That's why if you go on one of my stand-up clips, which I have hundreds online, I've done three hour specials this year. Uh, you don't see that. You don't see like, just be funny because it's obviously funny, you know, cause you hear the crowd laugh. Ah! But when I'm sitting here being frustrated, you don't hear the crowd laugh. So morons, people whose IQ is under 90, I would say, which is a ton of people. They're like, this isn't funny because I don't hear laughter. It's like, yeah, cause I'm sitting in a, in my spare room. <laughs> you fucking moron. Frustration is the, is, is the root of so much art, you know, like, uh, Shostakovich, right? Uh, he wrote that in, in behind the, the Soviet curtain. He wrote it for his son. You know, and they survived Stalin, barely, because artists were, were getting just absolutely massacred. And in that world of communist terror and a man that sensitive and, and, and vulnerable to the world, but also a survivor because he survived, had a son and he wrote that for his son. Now, do you think that comes from a lack of frustration? <laughs> right? It's like art is frustration. Why else would anyone do this? You think Paco Bell was just this fucking weed-smoking retard? Just being like, hey man, everything's fine, man. I guarantee this song came out of pain that is almost unimaginable. It, because it's, it's, it's light through the darkness. And the darker the dark, the lighter the light. Even the smallest ray of light, you know... 5,000 feet below the surface of the ocean is, is like blinding. It's like Bane, you know, like he was born in shadows. So the first time he's exposed to light, it was blinding. It's like that with art. You know, if you're just, that's why, uh, you know, kids, kids that haven't been through anything, that haven't grown through anything, that haven't had to, be like that blade of grass trying to break through the concrete. Uh, they don't, they're, they're soft. They don't have anything to say. They don't have anything to reveal. So embrace your depression. <laughs> because when you beat it, when you conquer it, something beautiful will come from it. Embrace your anxiety. Embrace your alienation. Embrace the fact that you sometimes don't have the strength to get out of bed. Because once you do get out of bed, once you break through that, you will have beauty. Because that's what beauty is. There's a scene from the, the film Basquiat. And this is why it's kind of interesting that me and Jeffrey Wright had a bit of a Twitter feud before I was kicked off permanently. Jeffrey Wright's a fucking moron, by the way. The guy who played Basquiat. But there's a very beautiful part of the movie where he was talking about, there, there, he was talking about this... Uh, it was a child's a children's story, which I love children's stories because they're so archetypal and so simple and so right to the truth. He was talking about this prince 
that was that had a golden crown and he was taken by a warlock or a witch and put in a tower and he and they took his ability to speak away because I guess he was a, a beautiful singer and they were envious of his singing ability so they took his tongue and they put him in the tower and he was so and he was trying to sing so hard and he couldn't sing and so out of frustration he started banging his head against the wall and the golden the golden uh crown was was hitting the wall and the sound was so beautiful like the all the people in the fields would just listen to the sound and be like what what a beautiful sound and they didn't know where it came from and they never knew where it came from but where it came from was a prince who had been locked away banging his head against a wall and i always thought that was such a perfect metaphor for art where it's 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 a roadblock and the struggle to get through it reminds people that light can beat darkness. And the darker the dark, and the more you bang, and the more you survive in darkness, the more beautiful that sound will be. And that's why so many artists are, have such, uh, have such, you know, had so many problems in their life. You know, uh, Van Gogh and all these guys cut his fucking ear off, bro. Sold one painting. All right. What do we got here? Love from Vermont. What up, Vermont? Discovered an amazing musician yesterday named Tommy Prophet. Thought of you when I heard of him because he has the version of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata, third movement. He adds orchestra. Check it out. That sounds awesome. I love Beethoven. Can you play Dara Whedon? Oh, I can't play that by... Uh, I can't play that by... I, th- I thought it was by List. Man, you guys got to hear this. Liedenbaum. It's uh, Dara Liedenbaum. Is that by Schubert or List? It's beautiful. Hang on a second. Let me check this out. Let me try and find this. I'll just play it. I don't care if this gets... All my videos get demonetized anyway, so thank you for the super chats. Uh, how do I spell that? I can I can barely spell English. Der Lindenbaum. Is this by... Oh, it is by Schubert. I don't know that one, but I want to play for you something else. <laughs> it's by List. List. This is one of the most... This is one of the most uh, beautiful songs, in my opinion, ever written. Where is it? Liebestrom. That's it. Listen to this. Oh, shit. Does it not play? I can't. I'll have to download the video. It's all right. It's worth it for you guys. Anything for you guys. Anything for for my people. Download video. Oh, and I'm going to start doing uh, interviews with Skype after uh, Artling Hartling comes down. Because I don't know how to do it. What the fuck? Oh, here we go. But interviews will be coming. I wanna I wanna I wanna be able to interview people. I think that would be awesome. Alright, here we go, guys. Alright, so there's no audio. There's no audio to this thing. Is that serious? How is there no audio? 
<sighs> it's all right. I'm not going to spiral. I'm not going to spiral at all. But why wouldn't there be audio outputs? I mean, listen, if I start going, if I start monkeying, shit's going to, shit's going to go south quick, but I really don't understand why there's no audio. Hang on. Let's try another video. Is it just that video? Yeah. None of the videos have audio. That's interesting. Fuck it. I guess that just means it's, it's just me and you guys. It's just the big bear talking, just the big bear talking to you. Do you guys know, uh, I'm in the normal chat. Do you guys know how, oh, you, you guys can hear it. I want to be able to hear it though. I want to be able to hear it. All right. So I'm going to play it again though. I guess, I guess it's just for you guys. That's cool. I guess. Hang on. I'm going to go to settings. I want to be able to hear it. I don't give a shit. I, I want to be able to hear it. All right. Settings. Sound. I'm just going to start playing it and I'm going to mess with the sound until I can hear it. That, it's a, it's a uh, best of both worlds. Because I don't know if this is definitely the one. That's the problem. All right. Check it out. Oh, I can hear it now. Listen to this. It's so crazy. That part. Just listen. This is the basic structure and it just keeps expanding. Like I can play that, I'm sure. I've never tried, but there's a part of this that there's no no way I could play. This this song was in my 60 Minutes Seven Days documentary. If you remember it, it was the part where me and Amy were like, "Damn." That's so hard. What's that left hand? That's one piano player.
it's that hard, but it's still beautiful. Because some people are just hard for the sake of being hard. This is... There's not even any wasted energy in that. I mean, what the fuck, right? Whew. Whoever wrote this could have been a school shooter. You know what I'm saying? It's like that amount of energy and effort is in young men a lot of times, and they have no place to put it. I got a strong urge to fly, but I got nowhere to fly to. Think about the amount of passion in that human being. And now put it in our modern world with nothing. Just this this nihilistic bullshit of like, well, I mean, you should wear a bra because you're a man. No, let them fucking shine. Young men need to be able to put something with their energy. And yes, I'm saying men because I don't want to mansplain and say what women are, what they need or what they should do. I'm only going to speak about men. All I'm saying is, hasn't been a lot of female classical composers. There wasn't, Trisha Beethoven. Tina Beethoven. Or you remember Brittany Mozart. No, it's men. Men need to put shit somewhere. All right, let me read more of these. Uh, Love you, Big Bear. Some honey for the pot from Stinky Bear. Smash that like button. Yeah, hit the like button and share this thing. White nigger bear here. Can't wait to see you in Dallas, but my email and PayPal email are different. How can I get my tickets when I buy? Oh, you're on a, you're on a list and we email you the location that week. So, uh, yeah, and I'm, you can get in touch with me. And then also Delev, Eric Nimmer, uh, Coddington bear. There's a lot of people that you can get to me through. All right. Keep firing off those bear dokens, dude. Would love to be bear doken. Welcome bear doken. Just check the comments on Theo's and Bert's most recent videos. You have a very loyal fan base, my friend. I don't think their fans would do that. Yeah, because my base aren't fans. They're like supporters. That's that's the beauty of, of the Bears is I don't view you guys as what, – what's the word? Soikopants? I always fuck up that word. So, Soikopants. It's not – you guys – I'm not sucking life from you guys like a lot of entertainers do with their people. I view you guys – I mean – Look at Coddington and Dolev. I met them through just doing this shit. And we're now friends. I trust them with like passwords and shit. It's like, I don't, I don't see you guys as like this cloud that I walk upon. I see you as equals. I mean, not in comedy or piano typically, but, uh, uh, you know, you guys are better than me at so many things that. And I, and I view, and a lot of you guys have become friends. So that's the difference is when you, when you empower people to be themselves, to be individuals that they aren't, that I don't walk, you know, cause I love that phrase, uh, standing on the shoulders of giants. It's so fucking true. And it's true. Uh, not, not only our heritage that I think that we don't honor enough these days, but also people in our lives. Now it's like a lot of these people. And I got to see the real inside of Hollywood and, and celebrity and fame and stuff. They're not special. 
You know, sometimes the only quality that makes them special is their desire for attention. And that isn't really that great of a quality in a human being. And uh, I guess I possess that in a way, simply like, I mean, I have a look at what I do for a living, but at the same time, I, my dad's a public speech professor and an opera singer. And my mom taught children's literature and was a stay at home mom. Like they literally raised me to do this. It's not like I, like I was just out of nowhere. Like I want people to look at me. It's like, this is my skill set since I was a child. All right. Crowder confronts called Owen opens the conversation. Go to LA, find Theo, Tripoli, Burt, Whitney, et cetera. It'd be a gas and educational. You're a gas man. I mean, I would, but it just seems like such a waste of time. <laughs> like just what would they, what would we even talk about? They'd be like, I, I'm not even mad at them. That's the craziest part. I want Theo and Bert to do well. Cause at least they're not fucking Pat and Oswald. The funny thing is, is they're on the good side of comedy. But now that I, I said some of these things and about Rogan, it's crazy the floodgates that opened up that people are like, dude, I've been thinking the same thing for so long. And, and I remember someone commented to me yesterday. They're like, I watched Bert's new special and he like sexualizes his children. And I'm like, well, I know for a fact he's not a creep. Bert's not a creep at all. But it's that environment just makes people write shitty things. It's like I, I, Louis C.K. did the same thing when he was calling his daughter a cunt. You're like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? All right. Let's keep. <sighs> Crowder confront. Uh, do you know Nick DePaulo? Yeah, he's great. I was emailing with him like two days ago. You got to hook up with him either on a podcast or yours. I did his like a few weeks ago. It was awesome. Agree with Shapiro that we should attack Iran? No, I think Iran should should uh, overthrow their own government because Iran has like a uh, an ancient, strong, and uh, great population of people that have been uh, held down for thirty plus years now. I think that the best way, the best thing that could happen for Iran is they topple their own government, which they're they could totally do. By the way, if we don't just keep giving their government pallets of money like uh like obama did just just let them topple their own government you know what i'm saying like i don't want to keep sending our our people um yeah make iran persia again that's hilarious that's a good one igor i uh dude stacy just wrote bert is bye <laughs> dude calling someone bye calling a dude bye is so fucking hilarious uh jefferson just wrote oh and you're a kike that's hilarious uh, Captain Cutler, we've been trying to retopple Iran for decades. I don't know that much about foreign policy. It's kind of like what's happening with uh celebrities where everyone thinks that fucking just because you're a good actor or a good athlete, you know everything about everything. I don't know shit about what's going on behind the scenes with a lot of these countries. I just try to follow the principle that not to send our youth into a place where uh bombs are exploding unless we absolutely fucking know what's going on but i don't know i i I literally have no idea and i don't want to sound super uh ignorant and just be like yeah let's invade or no we should never invade and not know anything because i i literally don't i know a lot about a lot of shit but that's not one i know a lot about and i'm not like cucking or um 
avoiding shit. I just am not an expert. So I'd love if anyone educated me on it or sent me someplace where I could learn more about it. But I'm a pretty well-read dude, and I didn't even know Bert was bi. All right, let's see where we're at here. Bert is bi is so funny. You have no idea. Just thinking about Bert being bi makes me laugh so hard. Um, Owen, it is inspirational how much you stand up for what you believe in. You give me bravery to admit to myself how imperfect I am and aim higher. Well, thank you, Andrew. And it... If you're more honest about who you are, it allows you to improv. That's why I can play music by ear. Literally, in whatever you do, you'll be able to do better if you're more honest about who you are. Because if you're duplicitous and you have your uh, public persona and your private persona, what happens is you can't think in the moment as quickly. You don't have a muscle memory when it comes to your soul. Because muscle memory, you know, like soldiers have it, uh, athletes have it, musicians have it, like... Like, I don't know what I'm doing right now. I just have trained my hands to do this. So if you develop your soul muscle memory to just say what you think, it makes you so much more uh, engaged in the world. And it, and it makes, it, it appears like you're, you're just effortlessly in the world. And you're more right than you're wrong at that point. Because like a year later, you keep being proved, proven right because you said what was obvious. Most of the world is pretty obvious. If you just say what you believe, a year later, you'll look back and be like, oh, that was accurate. Whereas if you get uh, shamed into saying something you don't believe, you'll look back and be like, why didn't I just say what was right? Field of Bears, by the way, happy birthday. What is a Rolodex? Can you sing a song about how socialism always ends? A Rolodex, for you youth, is before there was a fucking iCloud you had to write down people's names in this like thing on cards. What is a Rolodex? All right. Making your way in socialism today always ends in starvation and genocide. There you go, buddy. Love you, Big Bear. Any thoughts on coming to St. Louis area? Of course. I think Malinu is coming through this fall, so you may be able to secure a venue. Malinu retweeted my tour yesterday. I thought that was pretty nice. Nice of him. Like, that's a perfect example when people are like, oh, you're burning bridges, Big Bear. It's like, show me one time I've attacked Malinu or Crowder or any of my other friends. It's only people that suck. All right. Of course I come through St. Louis. I have a... There's a video online of me last time I was in St. Louis. It was right after the Michael Brown incident. And I'm doing tons of race stuff, but it went over, it went fine. I don't remember what it was called though. It's called doing racial stuff in St. Louis or something. I don't know. People respect the dead too much. A kid in my high school raced on a main road and hit a tree. They talked about how great of a guy it was. He was, I was disgusted. He nearly killed the girl. He nearly killed the girl passenger trying to be cool. Yeah. It's crazy. It's uh, respecting the dead too much is a lot. It's a, it's a way to avoid responsibility. How about when he was alive to tell the guy not to fucking drive a hundred miles an hour with a chick in your car? Like, uh, I love Joe Rogan until he had Abby Martin on again. And he just sits there and nods in agreement as she talks about Israeli death squads, genociding in, innocence. 
but fights with Steven Crowder over weed. Yeah, he's he's a weak Joe Rogan is a lot weaker than people understand. And it it doesn't bring me uh any joy to say that. In fact, it 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 caused me slight depression to accept that he's not uh I don't look up to him anymore. I didn't want to give that up. It's all, it, it's so it's so gay of me. To say, it sounds so gay. Like literally gay. But uh it's almost like getting out of like a a relationship where you're like you don't want to admit that someone's a moron. This happened to me once with a girl I dated where I didn't want to admit she was dumb. And I even uh there's a video about it. Oh shit, if I can find this video, that would be hilarious. I'm so young in it. I'm literally like 23 in this. Hang on. Wait till you guys see this. I think it's somewhere. It's called The Dumbest Girlfriend in the World. Oh, man. It's tough. It might be on Vimeo. Hang on a second. Vimeo. Owen Benjamin. All right, let's take a look. Uh, I don't know. I'll I'll look it up some other time. But it was uh, I was dating this girl who was insanely dumb, but I didn't want to admit it. Let me check out YouTube real quick. Owen Benjamin, dumbest girlfriend. It's down. Or it's not. I mean, that's the thing is I have so many videos on the internet now. There's no way. There's just no way to even find it. But, man, it would be such a home run if we found it. Uh. Filter. Let's go oldest. Upload date. I don't know. Who cares? It's it's just a well done. It's a well done video. That's all I'm going to say. I can't. This is why you got to save videos, man. Like, is it just gone now forever? That's so annoying. Yeah. Unfortunately. Huh. I'm sure I have it somewhere. All right. Anyway, so I'm. It's me and my buddies on this uh, on this porch, this house we used to live in, and and they're like, "Yeah, your girl's really stupid." And they're like, "She said that." Uh, this is a true story. Someone said, "Hey, Tara, what is the who's the vice president?" And she goes, "Of the world." And I remember, and I was like, I would always defend her. I'm like, "No, she's being funnier. She's thinking outside the box. Shit like that." And the one thing that I couldn't defend is she thought that there was a letter T in the word pizza. 
And my buddy is sitting on the porch and I'm like, well, she might not have seen a sign. She's like, and my buddy goes, there's signs all over town. I'm like, maybe not her town. He's like, all towns, all signs, all towns. Everyone knows it's pizza has no tea. And then I finally admit that she's stupid and it hurt because it's like I had invested so much not thinking she was stupid. Like I def- like when you defend something, it really hurts when you have to backtrack. And I've defended Rogan so much that like when I finally, the floodgate opened and I was like, oh my God, he's literally a moron and a coward. It was not fun for me at all because I, I looked up to him. All right. Rogan is D-level comic, Theo C-level, Owen is true A, host not Hatton, uh, A, host not hating just the truth. I think, you know, I'm not going to say that. I'm not going to say that I'm I'm uh, superior uh, to Theo and joke writing. Theo is an unbelievable comedian, by the way. Like, my, my view of someone's artistic ability doesn't change when they uh, are personally not cool to me. Theo's great at comedy. Rogan is middle ground at comedy. He's a much better podcaster than he is a comedian. But uh, Theo's really good. Beethoven would sell the legs off his piano so he could lay down the floor to feel the vibrations from the piano. Yeah, that was originally, feel the vibrations. Such a sweet sensation. Sweat dripping from your pores. Your streams are the shortest yet longest moments of my day. That's hilarious. Joe Rogan and the others uh, are crazy to disrespect you. You research and speak the truth. I guess double speak pays and Holly weird. Hang in there, Big Bear. Thank you. Agree with Shapiro that we should attack Iran. I think I already addressed that. Could you check out Nick Cave and Warren Ellis, the water song? I don't know it, so I'll check it out after. Nick Cave. I know Nick Cave, though. Let me look up Nick Cave. What do I know him from? I don't know Nick Cave. I'll look him up after. Because that'll, you know, these things do take down my stream occasionally. And we have 2,000 people hanging out right now. I don't want to buzzkill the whole thing. Classical music, they just demonetize it, but they don't always take it down. Because a lot of them have been, like, the the artist has been dead for over 60 years. So it's a different copyright situation. Trucker Bear, what up, dude? Wife and I got tickets to Florida show and never got email confirmation. Well, you're in. I mean, just, there's, we've done, this is the process we've done over and over again. And no one's ever been fucked out of tickets. So just know that. Um, and I think you even have my number, Trucker Bear. But you're like, we will email blast because I try not to email blast. I do maybe five a year. Um, but at like when you buy tickets, we, we send it, over a week ahead of time. We'll send you the location and all that stuff. And uh, and yeah, if there's a problem, yo, I'll solve it. Check out the hook while my DJ revolves it. Ice, ice, baby. Ding, 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 ding. Here's some apple juice. Thank you, homie. Uh, hey, Big Bear. Just wanted to share a funny story with you. My wife and I took personality tests online. My results said I was a debater. I disagreed. That's a wicked funny joke. I'm, gonna, I'm stealing it. I'm stealing the joke. Man, because I want to do for my new hour that I'm going to do. Uh, I need help writing it, by the way, with, from you guys. 
All right, let me let me copy and paste this. I'm going to be doing like uh just beautiful music. And and over over top I'm going to do one-liner jokes. My wife and I took a personality test online. It said I was I was into debate. I disagreed. You know, but a ton of those jokes cuz I love jokes. I think there's not enough just jokes. Is that a Dimitri Martin joke? Please, God, tell me that's not a Dimitri Martin joke. That guy's such a fucking fag. (sighs) All right. If you guys give me jokes to do, just please don't steal them from anybody because that would just be humiliating if I ever did a Dimitri Martin joke. Uh, that That would just suck. All right, let's keep going. Anti-Omnia Armari, Big Bear. Don't know what that means, Berserk Shirt Bear. But I might have just said I'm a gay with no dick in whatever language that is. Hey, Big Bear, what are you doing? When are you doing a UK tour? We'd love to see you in Glasgow. I love Glasgow, dude. Are you kidding me? Glasgow's one of my favorite cities in the whole world. This one dude, uh, Instagram DM me. He was like, yeah, I saw you in some little shithole in Edinburgh, in Scotland, and, you f- and you're, fucking, you're a fucking loser. How dare you make fun of uh, Dan Harmon or whatever. I wrote, I fucking hated Edinburgh. That's a bitch city that J- J.K. Rowling lives in. Bunch of faggoty-ass castles. I'm a Glasgow guy. Because in Glasgow, it was awesome. But Edinburgh is a fucking, fuck Edinburgh. Edinburgh is like the Disney World of Scotland where everyone's like, Edinburgh, we fucking have J.K. Rowling here. You know that stupid bitch that that is tr- that pushed to open the borders. I love Glasgow, but I'm I'm probably not going to hit the UK for a bit until you guys get your shit together. You gave the best answer for uh, your Iran thought. Keep doing you, Semper Fi. Oh, thank you, brother. Means a lot. Read Charles Murray's Human Accomplishment: Pursuit of Arts and Science, eight hundred. To 1950, there's a reason the West led the world. Truth and beauty result from unbridled confidence that both can be arrived at. I will. Uh, I got to read more Murray. Murray wrote another book that someone just told me I had to read. Uh, what the fuck was it called? I can't remember. McCain being dead means we won't be going to war with anyone soon. That's hilarious. McCain reminds me of that guy from... Uh, not Heart of Darkness was the book. What was the name? Apocalypse Now was like, you have a right to kill me, but you cannot judge me. Just someone who's been through a lot of shit. And it's like, I don't, I don't see why that means you're a good guy that you've had your fucking brain fucked up by being in some shithole in North Vietnam for five years. Like, how does that mean? It's like, it's like uh, David Hogg being a leader now. It's like, oh, being like being through trauma means you're you're really good at policy. Like if your biggest accomplishment, listen, obviously no disrespect. But if your biggest accomplishment was just sitting in jail in the 70s, like how is that how is that an accomplishment just sitting in jail? I mean, much love, but shouldn't shouldn't it be like what he did in the 90s and the 2000s and I don't know. 
Gonna buy four ticks for Dallas. Can't wait. Yeah, do it soon, Pinder. Yeah, I mean, it's gonna. It's not the biggest venue, so I I realized it's gonna sell out a little fast. That was like West Palm is a really big venue that we'll probably be selling those right up to the day of the show. Just being completely honest, because it's not a it's not a giant population in that area. A lot of old Jews. Uh. But uh, Dallas, I, I realized I have a lot of Dallas people, and uh, that's going fast. So if you want Dallas tickets, get those. And then Austin, San Antonio, Houston, Atlanta, West Palm, get tickets, get tickets, because they're going to go, guys, except for maybe West Palm. That, that you can do last minute, I, I think, but the rest, no chance. Joe Rogan is spineless, changes with guests on one podcast, he is for universal health care and income. On the next, he mocks socialists. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a shapeshifter. Do you know Chopin's ballad number one? I do not. Hopefully, it's not a ballad number two, if you know what I mean. Shit. In your last Rogan visit, Kurt Metzger insulted people who give behind-the-curtain info about comedy. He was talking about why didn't they laugh. Yeah, I mean, fuck him. He's a crackhead. He's literally a crackhead, by the way. So how's that for a little behind-the-curtain? It's a fucking crackhead. Owen, come to Michigan. Um, I'd love to. Hey, yo, here's a little bit of honey for the big bear. Thank you, Idaho bear. I was actually looking at compounds in Idaho. Here's the thing, though. I want to buy a a theater. I don't have any money right now. I'm going to have some, but uh, I also want to get a compound in Idaho because I think shit could really go down at some point. But what if I got a theater in Idaho? Would people be able to... Would would you guys drive someplace like Spokane or Coeur d'Alene? Or uh, Boise or some shit. I don't know. I just want to go someplace that's... uh... But there's not a lot of people in these areas. But would you guys... If I was like taping stuff in like Idaho, would you guys like drive somewhere? (laughs) Because, you know, because all the people are in like cities. But I don't want to buy anything in a city because I think there's a good chance that they're all going to fucking implode. Uh, You know, I got a wicked... For my last special, dude, a dude flew in from Australia. I mean, people were coming from all over the world. It was, it was so epic. That's why it's like, oh, it's just joking, Big Bear, calling you a racist. I'm just kidding. It's like I, ha- I had to leave the town I lived in because of false race, uh, rumors of racism. And now uh, I didn't have to. It was to save my brother. It was to help my brother. Um, because with a town that small with, you know, institutions – it wasn't people. People still like me there. It's the institutions that, that get money from the federal government that hate libertarian conservative type voices. And my brother didn't tell me to leave at all. I just did it out of love for him that I didn't want him to face any type of backlash from, from me. And so when you have these cowards um, saying stuff about me being a white power guy, they don't understand the the the, the insanity that shit is put my family through it's not funny at all i mean burt kreischer's bi he's bisexual <laughs> i don't know if that's true but it if it is that's so fucking funny all right bisexual calling a, a man bi is so funny to me it's endlessly funny did you know he's bi <laughs> by burt that by, by, he's bi. Bi equals gay. I know, but it's like bi is almost crazier than gay. It's like uh, 
It's like my my LGBT joke about how it starts with the L's, and the L's were just chill, and then it goes to the G's, and the G's are a lot like the L's, and then it goes to the B's, and that's when things started getting weird, where they're like, because you don't know if you can go on a camping trip with the B, where you're like, wait a minute, you guys would fuck anybody? And they're like, anybody. And you're like, anybody? They're like, anybody. It's I think B's are way crazier than G's. Because at least G's are on like a team. Like B's are like, they will fuck anyone they meet. You know, it's like if you play baseball, you have to go into the field at some point. You can't just bat the whole game. Like a, a B is just like, listen, I'm not going to play outfield. All I'm going to do is bat. I just fuck and fuck and I'll fuck anybody. It's like, dude, because like with a gay guy, you know your place. It's like you can be friends with a gay guy. It's just you can't, you know, have 20 beers with him on a camping trip because he might try and grab your cock. But a B, it's like one minute you're talking about chicks and next minute he's trying to grab your cock. I just think it's, you know, I just think Bs are very confusing. And then Ts are, of course, are insane. That's when things went nuts. Hit the like button, share it, comment. You know what to do. Uh, all right, let's keep going. Oh, I love your comedy. And live stream, planning on seeing you in Dallas. With that said, can I be Flat Earth Bear? Welcome, Flat Earth Bear. Hey, Big Bear, your 60 minutes, seven days can be watched over and over. It's so good. Can you sometimes play intermission by blur? Yeah, I mean, listen, compliments will get you everywhere. I'm going to write down that. that uh, especially when, when, when people like the things that I, I like a lot. Maybe that's narcissism, but... I put a lot of effort into 60 minutes, seven days, and I thought that that was one of the better things that I've done. And it and it's gotten, you know, a tenth of the views that just me calling out Rogan three days ago has. So when someone like takes the time to watch something that I really enjoy, I'm like, oh, <laughs> oh, no way. It's I wrote an hour in, in a week and uh, I let myself bomb and bomb and bomb and show like behind the scenes. Uh, joke. I dated a girl with one leg, which wasn't that bad because whenever she would buy a 12 pack of socks, it would automatically become a 24 pack. That's hilarious. Now, is that someone else's joke? Because I'm stealing it. And I'm going to say in my special that these are, these were crowdfunded jokes. I'm not going to take credit, but I really want to just do a lot of really good one-liners. Yeah, will your issues with Rogan affect your relationship with Jordan Peterson? I don't have a relationship with Jordan Peterson, and no. I mean, I, I'm, I guess I'm friends with him. I interviewed him once, and I've he's retweeted me and shit. But uh, no, and if it did, then he's wrong. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. it. There's power and there's truth. There's two. There's two towers in the world: power, truth. So. Well, I know who I've become close with is Crowder's dad. Crowder's dad is one of the coolest dudes ever. Like sometimes if I have a, uh, he, he like just knows everything. It's insane. Jordan's a truth guy. Well, yeah, that's, that's, I assume that I assume that until, until someone proves me, proves it otherwise. If someone isn't my friend because of my relationship with someone else, then they're not a truth guy. You know, a lot of people are like, Crowder loves Shapiro. How does he feel about you making fun of Shapiro? A, I, 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 I don't. I listen to Shapiro's podcast and I give him props as much as I humanly can. B, it doesn't fucking matter. I could despise someone that Crowder likes. It wouldn't affect our friendship because that's how friends actually are. But uh, 
But uh, what was I trying to say? But I don't even fucking slander Shapiro. I just say the obvious shit that like there's a good chance the Ku Klux Klan is sponsored by Bowen Branch. If I say that and make someone not be my friend, then then they weren't a good friend anyway. And Stephen Crowder is my friend, and I I have a confidence in our friendship because it's uh, you know, we we've been through shit together, and he's a he's like I just trust that dude. Oh, I gotta talk about David Mamet movies before I get out of here. I can't believe there's still like 2,000 people watching me. This is fucking insane. All right. If Republicans don't keep the House and Senate, it's going to be an impeachment hearing about nonsense and gridlock for two years. Bears need to vote. The soy drinkers are motivated. Don't be complacent. Dude, it's one of the reasons I I live in Washington is because my vote actually matters here. Unlike New York, shit, soy country. Yeah, definitely vote. Original joke idea. My wife said I was verbally abusive. So I said, oh, I'm so sorry, honey, and continued to beat the shit out of her. That's funny, Garlic Bear. My uh, One like that that I had is uh, uh, I spent all day thinking about whether or not I was self-absorbed. You know, it's just stupid jokes like that I find funny, but I need a bunch of them. Get Candace Owens on the podcast. Well, I haven't had a guest since uh, I, I think it was Jordan Peterson was my last guest, or it might have been Dave Smith, but I have to get uh, Artling Hartling to teach me how to do guests. I don't know how to do the Skype thing. Learn how to play Circus Gallop. All right. Why don't you make me a damn sword? Can I be verified as paramedic? I'm a paramedic by trade. Oh, paramedic. Welcome, paramedic. Thank you for saving lives. The crazy thing is, all lesbians and gays are bi. Well, I know all lesbians are. I think there's some gays that aren't bi. I know some dudes that literally, you could be like vagina, and they're like, oh, Jesus. Ugh. But uh, I think all lesbians are, are bi. I've never met a full-blown lesbian that isn't at all attracted to men. It's a lot of it is about being abused by a man. Unfortunately, saying bird is bi is funny because he can be bi while he is married. It's just funny. I I can't verify it. I mean, now that someone said bird is bi, he seems real bi. Uh, I second that Michigan request. Love the podcast. Thank you, Matthew. Don't forget to read PayPal's. Oh, I forgot about that. Thank you. I want just so you know, it was a 23 hour flight, not 16. LOL. Currently looking for a, Compound for the AU chapter of the Not a Cult. Come to Australia and the steaks and beers are on me. Oh, thank you, Claytron. Claytron Bear. I got to come to Australia. All right, let me get this PayPal thing going. I got to come to Australia. I'm going to be wrapping it up here soon. Let me just... Uh, the PayPals are not as easy for me to read these days. Oh, I got a really good one from this uh, Hispanic... Uh, Southern conservative. I, I posted it on Instagram just cause I did a joke with it, but sometimes people will throw me a PayPal tip like throughout the day and I get to read them. It's kind of hard to write back, but I always get to read them. Oh, Mark. Thank you, buddy. It's very generous. Uh, big bear. Glad you finally saw through Rogan. He completely set you up last time on purpose. I know. And here's the thing. He, he called me after and told me he didn't. And I'm such a trusting retard that I was like, yeah, I mean, I literally will try to see someone's point through like the worst fog and shit. You know, I'm like, yeah, it was definitely an accident, blah, blah, blah. He absolutely set me up. He set it up so that he could criticize me so that the entire internet accepted my, uh, my Twitter banning. I think that that dude was kind of behind it in certain ways. I think that, I think he's a bad dude, man. 
And and dude, I tried so hard to like him and see his point of view because I didn't want another one of my heroes to fall. It sucks. All right. He completely set you up on purpose. Listen to it live. And my spidey senses thought that immediately. Oh, yeah. And read the comments. All the comments are like, fuck you, Joe Rogan. The fuck did you do that to Big Bear for? That's why he called me frantically. And that's why he was telling me about um, Sam Harris and all that shit. When he's like, oh, yeah, Sam, uh, don't say this shit about Sam Harris, blah, blah. Because Sam Harris was texting him about the bear. Bunch of fucking fags, dude. These, that whole crew is so bad. They're just gross. Oh, and if you watch this old uh, Ben Shapiro clip, I Instagrammed a screenshot of it when he's talking about progressive Hollywood. He interviews Sam Harris's mom, and she talks about Hollywood's progressive aims for the population. She created Golden Girls. She's worth a, a quarter billion dollars. That's Sam Harris's mother. And the fact that they're boys, Shapiro and Harris, is so creepy to me. Like, Harris is such a fucking slimy piece of shit. He hates religion. He has disdain for all religion. He's a nihilist. He's a determinist. He does not believe in free will or a soul. He's a robotic, atheist, fucking psycho. And, and don't get me wrong. You can be a good person and an atheist. Like, but he's not. Like uh, Stefan Molyneux, uh, he has a complicated relationship, I believe, with God and atheism and whatnot. But... He is a very, very good person, but I don't think, you know, but he's worked, he's almost like created an, a, 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 a morality structure that doesn't have God in it, but it's identical to Christianity. <laughs> so like, cause I believe Christianity is true. So I think some people that are just really, really honest, will get to that point without even knowing it. And they don't know why. They're just like, well, the non-aggression principle and blah, 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 and all that. You just get to the same place. And because uh, it wasn't easy for me to be Christian because I was raised Catholic. And as you see now with this uh, child fucking pope, uh, institutions can ruin Christianity for you. But that like the institution is not Christianity. That's an institution. That's like saying Hollywood is art. Hollywood is an art. Hollywood is a machine to make propagandized art. It's not art. The fact I hate Hollywood does not mean I hate movies, television, and stand-up. I hate what they've done to it. And I don't even hate uh, the Catholic faith. I hate the Catholic institutions because it allows sociopaths and psychopaths to run wild. I, I would have my friends in third grade would tell me about jerking off that they would learn from their stepdads or their priests because we had nine Catholic churches in our town and seven were confirmed pedophiles. So I fucking hated it. It it like it 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 was not easy for me to start praying before uh, meals, but I want to give that to my son, and it's not easy for me sometimes to I get like a shiver of like anger when I say prayers when I say uh, you know because of my childhood because I I I associated monsters with Christianity. But that isn't Christianity, and I won't let monsters define my life. And I am Christian. I think I'm, I have a biological predisposition to be very religious. I think if it wasn't for my childhood, I would have always just been Christian. And I think part of my life, I don't believe I was robbed, or I don't believe, uh, I, 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 I have gratitude for everything that happened to me in my life, but I think that I could have avoided a lot of, 
a lot of bullshit. And I'm so lucky that I didn't have to go down a path. You know, I never have been with a girl that's had an abortion or I never have killed a man or I've never done certain things that I couldn't come back from in certain ways, but I could have because I was adrift for a while. I was, I was, uh, adrift. And part of that was because of how I was raised and the skepticism I had for anything Christian. And, uh, I wouldn't let that take me after having a, a child. I wouldn't let him be robbed of it because of monsters that are now dead. And, uh, I don't know why I'm talking about this. What the fuck does this have to do with anything? I don't know. Joseph. Thank you, buddy. Still don't get notifications of when you're live. Well, uh, everybody subscribe and hit the notification bell. All right. That's, I got to read that after I got to get out of here soon. Uh, but I appreciate the, the PayPal. Uh, hope, <sighs> hope your family starts feeling better soon. Also, I'm kind of sorry for bothering with the Dr. Bear douchebag. I knew he was full of crap. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thank you by the way. And yeah, the family's getting better, but I want to go down and make sure that they're good. I did not get much sleep last night because Amy's had a wicked cough and, uh, you guys get it. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to get out of here. Let me just get the end here. Ken great stream. Big bear. Here's some honey for the pot. Got tickets to Austin and Dallas. The wife and I are looking forward to hanging with the bears and watching you crush. It's going to be a blast. And Nimmer is opening. And I, I, every city, I want to try and give someone else a, a spot that otherwise wouldn't be able to get spots. So please email me local comedians that are really funny, uh, that I can help because I want to reach out to other people in all these cities. So uh, let me know. I want to give people uh, an opportunity that they wouldn't otherwise have. Stay strong as who you are. Truth will rise to the top. True friends will stay with you. We got you. Take care. Jesus isn't religion. Uh, I know. Religion is religion. And there's a place for religion. That's why I won't allow myself to hate religion. Even, you know, like Jesus isn't religion. I totally get that. But it's like people need a meeting place. Sometimes people need a community people. Like sometimes these institutions are very good in small groups. It's when they become huge and international. They're so corruptible. It's like the EU, you know, like the EU is so corruptible because it's founded on nonsense. It's founded that German, Germany, France, England, Italy, all these places all have something in common and should unite. It, ironically, it's the most racist shit ever. The only real white supremacists are fucking, uh, leftists like EU people, because it's like, why? Cause their skin is all white because all those nations are completely different. And so if you have a foundation principle like that, that Europe has some like pan Europeanism or some shit, like they all have something in common cause they're white out of that. It can easily be corrupted. And that's why we have this migrant crisis and all this bullshit, but that's the second generation of it. You know, it starts with like, we can all unite and, and come together and we're all white, even though we all speak different languages and used to hate each other and we have completely different backgrounds. Like Russia, Germany versus France and England have completely different histories. White skin doesn't mean shit uh, when it comes to like political unification. You know, I want to know who else tried to do that was uh, Hitler. Somebody commented something hysterical on my Instagram. It said uh, Hitler uh, took Germany and Austria and was a reuniter and they just capitalized EU. Anyway, so when you do that, when you, when there's a foundation principle that's wrong, and, and I think the Catholic church has a few foundation principles that are wrong. You know, it's the Vatican is breathtaking when you go there, but you realize it's very opulent. You know, it's very rich. You, you just get this feeling of false idols. You know, you just see gold and, and just fucking cr- 
just a, a material beauty everywhere. And it just makes you be like, is this really what Jesus was talking about? And so when you have a foundation like that, you can have a lot of good people, a lot of good Catholics. Uh, Catholicism has made it through the Dark Ages, made it through the Crusades, made it through caliphates. You now I have much respect for a lot of Catholics that, that have made it through and kept the flame alive in a lot of ways. But at the same time, uh, it, it, it's a breeding ground for, for, uh, for psychopaths and sociopaths. And you see it in Hollywood. You see it in government. You see it anywhere. There's an unchecked bureaucracy uh, because it allows evil to thrive. And, and you have to weed out evil, not, not a bad demographic, not the boars. It's an evil human. All right, let me read this and then I'm out. A huge pianist.com for my last three specials uh, or tickets to my my tour, uh, Persona Non Grata tour. I read in the newspaper that majority of all incidents occur one mile from your home, so I moved. That's wicked funny. Man, I wonder if these are... Well, I know how I should frame this is these are just jokes and I won't even say that I'll be like, I don't, you know, these are just jokes because some jokes are just classics. Like a good bar joke. Like one of my favorite jokes is uh, so a, a blonde walks into a library and says, can I get some cheeseburgers? And the librarian says, ma'am, this is a library. And she goes, oh, oh, sorry. Can I get some cheeseburgers? It's just funny. Moonlight Bear reporting. Check out Lewiston ID. Check the small college town of Moscow ID. Oh, ID is in Idaho. Great downtown spots for theaters, and you will win on a whole new level. Love you, bud. Yeah, I got to get a place in Idaho. I love the governmental structure of the state of Idaho. I'm trying to plan a vacation around the tour schedule so we can go see you live. Keep going, Big Bear. We bears love you and respect you. Thank you, Delicate Bear. AI Bear, this morning I came up with, to the media, the only good Republican is a dead one. Then Andrew Clavin said that verbatim today. Great minds. I love Clavin. Clavin's legit, dude. Come to Australia, avoid Victoria. Don't forget you have open invite to shoot vegan hunter in my forest. I love it, Fair Bear. We'll set one up. We'll set up uh, an Australian tour. Uh, did I read Ken? Oh, yeah, I read Ken's last two. Stay strong is who you are. The truth will rise to the top. True friends will stay. I read that one. Thank you. Last one. Years ago, I saw a comedian do a song about seeing pubic hair everywhere. Man to the tune of I've been everywhere, man, by Johnny Cash. That's funny. All right. Hit the like button. Share it. Subscribe. Hit the alert button. Um, on audio, it's called Why Didn't They Laugh is the podcast. Um, as I said, my website, get tickets to the tour. They will go. Uh, comment jokes on this. It'll be funny, too, for you guys can just read other people's jokes. I'm telling you, we got to keep jokes alive, just jokes. So comment funny jokes. It would be beneficial if they weren't already told by shitty comedians like Dimitri Martin because I may be using them. Uh, and that's not stealing, by the way, because I'm not going to say that I wrote all of them. I'm just going to be like, here's a bunch of jokes. All right. Much love. Have a great day. Stay hydrated. Kiss your family. Uh, if no one high fives you high five yourself, it looks a lot like clapping much love from, uh, the bear cave here in Washington state. Uh, my name is Owen Benjamin and, uh,